been listening to the Good News in a Dark World podcast. Join us as we study God's Word and discover Jesus on every page. Here's Pastor Kevin. Hello and welcome to the Good News in a Dark World podcast. I am Kevin Efflant, pastor of Zion Church in Ripon, California. Uh, over the last couple of episodes, we have begun a series on covenant theology, and we started with the covenant of redemption. And uh, the last couple of times, we have looked at, first of all, a definition, a basic definition of the covenant of redemption. And then secondly, we asked the question, is the covenant of redemption taught in the Bible? And we saw that it is taught in Scripture. Uh, but there's another important question that's very important for us to answer, and that is the so what question. Uh, in other words, how does the covenant of redemption apply to my life? And this is a very important question. Uh, it's always important to see how doctrine connects to life. We have to remember what the Apostle Paul said in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. He said, if I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. And so we can have all kinds of knowledge, but if it doesn't affect our lives, if it doesn't impact our lives, what use is it? And so we don't want to fall into one of two extremes. Uh, one extreme is thinking that it's all about doctrine. That's all it is. It's just about getting more and more head knowledge. Uh, this is what the reformed hair splitters seem to love, but that's not what the Bible teaches. Uh, the other extreme is to go, doctrine is so boring, it's so dry and impractical, uh, give me something that I can relate to. But if you're a Christian, uh, the covenant of redemption and, and all of covenant theology is incredibly practical and relevant for you. And, and specifically, I want you to think of two things. First of all, the covenant of redemption teaches us that our redemption, our salvation, is not God's plan B. Now think about this. The, the plan of salvation wasn't something that God came up with when Adam and Eve fell into sin. It, it wasn't like the, the fall of man happened in Genesis 3 and, and then God said, okay, now what are we going to do? Let me think, let me think. I've got it. I'll, I'll send Jesus and, and he will go and save his people. No, the covenant of redemption was planned by God in eternity past. We, we looked at that last time from uh, Ephesians, from 1 Timothy. All three members of the Trinity were involved and at work to ensure that we would be saved. So that's the first thing. We are not, our salvation is not plan B. Secondly, the covenant of redemption provides us, if we are Christians, with tremendous comfort. Uh, sadly, there are a lot of people who think that they have to work for their salvation, that they have to earn their salvation, uh, or at the very least, they have to contribute something to their salvation. Uh, before I was a pastor, I, I worked in the world of furniture, and for a number of years, I managed a furniture store. And I would get uh, furniture sales reps coming into the store all of the time, and, and I'd sit down with them, and we'd go over the latest deals and figure out what to buy for the store. There was one salesman in particular who came in almost every month. We did a lot of business with him, and he knew that I was a Christian, and he had grown up uh, going to Catholic church, but at this point he was a, a nominal Catholic at best. And, and I remember him saying to me one time, you know, I just can't get over the fact that you say salvation is a free gift. Uh, that just doesn't make sense to me. He, he said, there, there's got to be something that you have to do. And, and so many people think that way. I've got to do something. I've got to earn something. I've got to contribute something. That there's got to be some part that I play in this. But the covenant of redemption teaches us that redemption, our salvation, is entirely the work of the triune God. 
that the father didn't say to the son, okay, go to earth and die on the cross and we'll see what happens. We'll hope for the best. At that point, the ball's going to be in their court. Uh, we will have done our part and now it's up to them to do their part. That's not what the Bible teaches. The covenant of redemption says that the father chose a specific definite number of people whom he would save from their sin. The son then voluntarily took on human nature, came to earth, lived a life of perfect obedience to all of God's commands, died on the cross, rose again to actually accomplish the salvation of those exact people the father had given him. And then in time, the Holy Spirit comes and he applies the work of redemption to those same people. It's really beautiful when you think about it that all three persons of the Trinity are working together in harmony to actually accomplish our salvation. That the Father isn't in heaven going, I just don't know who is going to choose to believe in me. And the Son didn't come just to make people redeemable or savable, and now it's up to us to do our part. And the Spirit doesn't come and, and try his best to persuade people, all the while knowing that he may try his hardest, but in the end, people may just reject him. What kind of God is that? Uh, a God who is beholden to man, a God who is doing everything within his power, but ultimately is depending upon us. That's not the God of the Bible. And, and so I hope that you can see that the comfort, the real comfort, the lasting comfort that comes from understanding this covenant, all three persons of the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, all three working together, working for the same purpose to accomplish the redemption of all who would believe in Christ. There is zero comfort, zero in, in thinking that I've got to do my part. But there is amazing comfort in knowing what the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit have done for me. So that's the first covenant we're going to consider, or we have considered, the covenant of redemption. And, and I hope, I pray, that you see how wonderful this covenant is. There are more to come, and all of them, at the end of the day, all of them point us to what Christ has done for our salvation. If you have been blessed by this podcast and would like to support this ministry, you can find us at www.goodnewsinadarkworld.com. Thank you for listening.